one single simulcast single simulcast uh 155 Rashani Fat Man Wow the wind if you can hear the wind eh um it's a little bit late out here in the town but i can't sleep because i'm attached to a heart monitor so i'm like fuck it i haven't done a show yet so let's go um you know i started thinking a few days ago while i was uh going through this situation how great science is you know um we are putting out vaccines or cures for things that we thought would kill us just a few uh, years back. When I say a few years, I mean like 100, you know, uh, polio, uh, whooping cough, diphtheria, measles, chicken pox, shingles, which doesn't actually happen when you get AIDS. Um and I don't think any people really actually know what shingles is caused by. I don't. Because I've heard a million different reasons for shingles, and none of them make sense. They range from, well, you got chicken pox before, right? Well, now you're getting it again, and now it's called shingles. And it, 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 it just inane stuff. Like, oh, man, if you get herpes, uh, and then you get chicken pox at the same time, they... Uh, merge together and become shingles. I had one dude tell me, uh, you know, if you get a really bad cold sore and then uh, you have chicken pox at the same time, that's when, you know, you get shingles. Nobody knows. Like, unless you're a doctor, and if you're a doctor, don't tell me because I don't, I don't really care. I'm trying to avoid shingles. Apparently, it only happens to old people. Again, that's what I've been told by the people and they all say you'll take me back take me back like before I just got done watching Rocky 3 and they were singing that song now I don't call it a reason I just call it believing in myself sorry um, Rocky is one of the things that actually um, remind me of time with my father so I was trying to watch it with my son and we had already watched Rocky 2 and then we watched Rocky 4 because I was saying Rocky 3 as the best for last thing I don't acknowledge Rocky 5 as a Rocky movie and Rocky 1 eh I mean it was good but eh. is Rocky retarded I mean not retarded retarded but even before Rocky Five, when he got brain damage from all the hits to the head, he wasn't the smartest dude in the in the barrel, right? Like, how did he suddenly become smart and eloquent, kind of, by Rocky Three? Because in Rocky One, he could not formulate a full sentence. Here's the thing about Rocky. Um, here's the thing about any old movie, any old anything. If you love any old anything, just let it go. It's not like a butterfly. If it flies back to you, you better let it go again. Because I watched Rocky uh, 4 and Rocky 3 over the past couple days. And it dawned on me that Rocky is a really, really poorly filmed movie. Like, horribly bad. 
Like if you want to see one uh, scene cut over and over again, like spliced into the movie, watch Rocky. If you want to see a whole lot of obvious, obvious air punches, like sometimes you're just wondering, dude, really? That was your punch? Like watch Rocky. If you want to see the same thing happen over and over again, over and over again, the, the theme from Rocky is is the only one that didn't follow the same theme was Rocky 1 and Rocky 2. All of them since then have been the same thing over and over and over again. Rocky gets a big head as a champion. Rocky fights somebody. Rocky doesn't train correctly because he has said big head. Rocky goes out. Rocky gets his monkey ass kicked. Rocky goes back home. Rocky licks his wounds. Rocky thinks about stuff and they think, I don't know what I did wrong, but I did Polly. Hey, Polly, why you messing with Adrian like that? Hey, Polly, 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 she's a good kid, Polly. Polly, I think I love her, Polly. That was really Rocky one. Like, that's probably a direct quote. Um, goes home, licks his wounds for a little while, and then out of nowhere, always out of nowhere, a dude that originally wasn't messing with Rocky would come to Rocky and say, you know what, I know we were beefing before, but you need me to train you in order to be good, to be great. Which, really? Really? Bullshit. But still. So Rocky trains with him and doesn't look like he's really doing anything different. Um, but suddenly he becomes like super powered and he starts fighting. And all of his fights um, go to like the last round or the second to last round. And it always looks honestly like Rocky should lose. Every fight I've seen Rocky in, it's just like, how the fuck did he win? For example, for example, in Rocky IV, he's fighting against Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago is like seven feet tall. And he's muscle on top of muscle. And he's taking steroids. And he killed Apollo Creed in the ring. Apollo Creed's a black uh, boxer who uh, lost to Rocky because of some bullshit. But it's a whole other story. Um... And Ivan Drago, Rocky trains against him by lifting wood and running up a mountain and lifting his family in a wheelbarrow and by doing sit-ups. And so they fight each other and Ivan Drago is literally punching the life out of Rocky Balboa. Like, every time he brings his fist back and air punches him, you can see a little bit of Rocky's spirit just get absorbed in the Ivan Drago's fist. And he should be dead by the second round. But instead, he perseveres somehow and beats this big dude to beat somebody else to death. And I call bullshit. I should have never watched Rocky again. Never, ever, ever. Ever. And when's... uh? Apollo Creed or whatever his real name is, Carl Weathers, once he gonna get into the Expendables? 
Anyhow, so marveling about science uh, and the way that science works in this day and age. Um, because right now I'm wearing a portable monitor that's uh, monitoring my heart rate to make sure that I'm not going to die. So um, that's nice. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm sitting here and they got this great monitor that I currently have in my pocket. It's like the size of a garage door opener. And it's got all these wires and all the wires are attached to my chest by these little sticky um, reader things. I'm actually looking down at them right now, and um, it's really a marvel, you know, how small it is, how portable it is, and they want me to keep it on till uh, Sunday. The problem is, these little sticky things that they use to attach to my chest, they won't stick. So you make this wonderful product that I can carry around in my pocket that'll monitor my heart rate and possibly save my life and you attach it to me with some 25 cent gumball machine stickers that won't even stay on my chest for more than 5 minutes that's sensible that's a good idea so when there's like gaps in it because at night I roll over and the whole thing falls off and you think I died. That's why. Because these things aren't stuck to me. And another thing. While we're talking science, another thing. Got all these cures that I talked about. You got this wonderful heart monitor that I got right now. You got... I just finished reading Jurassic Park, and while that's not happening, you got cloning going on, and you got all of these wonderful scientific strides that are happening right now, and we are more technologically advanced as a country than we have ever been in our entire lives. The world is more advanced than ever before, period. We are in the golden age of technology right now, and every day is just getting better and better and better. And you're telling me that you still can't make a soda machine that'll accept a wrinkled dollar? Are you serious? Like, I still got to take my dollar and open it up and make sure that the little corners aren't folded down and then crease it back and forth and then put it in a book and sit on the book so then the heat will, like, iron it out and then hope. I still got to do all of that for word? You cloned a sheep, dog. You made a deodorant that's so bloody good, bitch, that it literally on the bottle says it works for 48 hours not that I'd ever actually test it out but it says it works for 48 hours and I know when I wear it for 8 I don't sweat I know that uh, when I take a shower at night after wearing it for 6 till about I go to sleep at like 10 o'clock so all that time I'm not ready for that new common core math um when I wear it for all that time and I still wa and I wash my armpits at night when I'm in the shower, I know that if I touch my armpits with the soapy, watery towel, it absorbs all the moisture. I know that one day 
when it was all said and done, I put my hand accidentally, of course, I was, um, I don't know how it happened that I got some deodorant on my finger. It was just a little, little bit, but, um, I got some deodorant on my finger, didn't know it, and I rubbed my eye, and, um, it immediately soaked up all the moisture that was in my eyeball. Like, my eye was so dry that it hurt for, like, the next hour because it wouldn't stop absorbing all the moisture on my eye. I had to keep, like, putting Clearasil into my eye, and then it would just slurp that right up, too. You can do all of that magical Harry Potter Slytherin shit, but you can't make a soda machine that'll accept my dollar no matter how it looks. Okay. I was just, you know, these are the questions. If I didn't ask them, I wouldn't feel right. I wouldn't feel like I was doing my job as a male. Um, yeah. So, this single simulcast, I'm Rashani. Uh, it's nice to talk to you all. I, I've uh, been off for oh, a week, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less. Who knows? But um, it's good to be back. Um, before I go forward, I do um, want to say rest in peace uh, to a dear friend of all of us. We've all made a connection to him, shouted him out at some point, and uh, your favorite rappers probably talked about him at some point. Um, Richard Butt, Richard Butt passed away recently, and um, I just want to really take time out to have a moment of silence for him. For no other reason than the fact that his name is Dick Butt. Dick Butt lived a great life. Dick Butt was always fucking around. Um, when you saw him walking from class to class, people quoted him as saying he was never serious. He was always just farting around. Dick Butt was a solid member of society. Um, he got his friends into a lot of shitty situations, Dick Butt. But uh, when it was all said and done, Dick Butt was a stand-up cat. And uh, he always pursued his goals. And I just want to say that we all love but um, hopefully uh, Dick uh, came to see the light and uh, made peace with his maker uh, God you know God bless Dick but God bless the butt family.
all of them. I just, I just, you know, it's important that we take time out to really pay respect to the man that people call Dick Butt. I bet he got in a fuckload of fights. Rest in peace, Dick. But this single simulcast. Yo, this is Kai Love from the Black Astronauts Podcast, Ladies Launch. If you want to know what makes my flower do, then you need to listen to the single simulcast.
This is another single Simon Cast music break. Keep it up. 
single simulcast Rashani Fat Man Wild episode 155. I, you know, it just, it, this is, I don't know, this is probably going to sound bad or it's going to be taken wrong. It, it probably won't be. Um, I really hate it when people that I like let me down. You know, and that sounds myopic, but if they let you down, they didn't hurt me, you know? So I don't really get as deep into it as you might. But when somebody I like lets me down, then it's like, damn, man, I I never thought you would do that. I never thought that you had the propensity to do such a dazzling display of insert sin here. Um... I really like CeeLo. I like him as a rapper. I like him as a singer. And it's like... I didn't like him on The Voice. He was weird on The Voice. You know, with the whole cat thing. I don't really like The Voice. I don't really like singing shows. Period. Uh, I always was a person who felt like... um, The person who won American Idol the first time. That pretty much should have been it. Because after that... You can't be America. You can't be the American Idol if there's already been an American Idol. You understand what I'm saying? That's like just common sense to me. Like you can't have somebody be American Idol season two because that's really a second place thing. But then again, that's also um, making it seem like I feel that um, there shouldn't be any more top chefs. And damn it, Michael was a top chef to me. Blaze should have been a top chef. Um, yeah. Carla, top chef. Uh, I just like cooking shows, though, so I'll give them a pass. But singing shows, you should only have one, and then everybody else gets out. You know? And that never worked out that way. There were, like, 50 American Idols and, like, three voice stars so far. Have any of them put out a, a record yet that have done something more than dirt? I know Committed put out a record with the sing-off, and I bought it because I don't really know. I was at a moment of weakness, I guess, never seeing gospel in this acapella, and I like acapella music. But um, CeeLo was, or is, or whatever, on The Voice. And um, I guess back in 2012, he slipped ecstasy into a woman's drink uh, without her consent. Now, I don't know if I should say allegedly because he pled no contest. Once you plead no contest, that's not an admission of guilt, but that's not an admission of innocence either, which really is an admission of guilt. I know that that's probably not fair to you listeners, but if I ask my kids if they did something and they just sit there quietly and look at the ground like all sad and shit, I'm going to assume that they did it. You know what I'm saying? So no admission is an admission of guilt to me. Like if you're quiet and looking at the ground or you burst into tears or anything other than saying, nah, I didn't do it. That's an admission of guilt to me. Punishment is probably pay me something. I don't uh, tend to whoop my kids um, 
because it doesn't work and nowadays um, I can go to jail for it. Trust me, it's happened already. Um, so I just make them pay me money. Yeah, for that one, you have a fine of 40 bucks. You have two weeks to pay it. And yeah, right now we got an ear hustling fine in the house. Like if me and Nisha are talking and one of the kids jumps into the conversation, interrupts the conversation, um, starts talking on the conversation and they weren't included in the conversation, you got to pay me a fine of a buck. You got to pay your way into the conversation. So far, it, we've only been doing it for two days. And so far, I already got $9. Yeah, it may not sound like much now, but just wait till I pass in and out burger and I'm hungry and I got that fine money. Or if it keeps going this way, shit, two days, nine bucks in 30 days, I'll have like over $120. With that kind of money, I'll have an Xbox One in a couple months and then I become fry cook and that's when the money starts rolling in. But um, yeah, no. So, CeeLo played no contest that he slipped this woman ecstasy. And then he did what everybody should never do, but everybody always does, which is try and explain themselves in the court of social media. Before I even go into this, I think I've said it before in a, in a previous episode, and if you're listening to the show, I do appreciate it. Um, you're either checking me out on Stitcher, you're checking me out on Podomatic, you're checking me out on iTunes, you're checking me out at singlesimulcast.com, you're checking me out at Blueberry. There's a bunch of different places. Thank you so much. Uh, Twitter is Single Simulcast. Um, my Twitter name is Rashani. Uh, telephone number is 916-572-9016. Uh, email is singlesimulcast at gmail.com. Um, my mindset is if you try and defend yourself or clarify yourself or uh, expound on your thoughts in the social media streets and you're famous there should be somebody there who can stop you I mean I'm not famous I'm not nothing there's nobody who can stop me and I've made some uh, statements where I've gone back and I was like, shit, hope nobody sees that. Like, for instance, I posted up my podcast in a place where it's all old white people. I mean, they were getting a laugh out of what I was saying in this group. So I was like, fuck it. Let me go ahead and post this up and see what happens. And then I forgot a bunch of old white people aren't really going to take lightly to me saying the word nigga like 150 times. And by the way, if you're not an old white person and you're offended by me saying the word nigga, you're probably a bitch. I mean that in the nicest way possible. There is a nice way. Probably breed bitches too, I'm just saying. When came on. Um... But yeah, you need to have somebody out there who's able to stand in front of you and block the computer, block you from getting to the keyboard. As soon as you hop out the courtroom, your weed carrier should be like, CeeLo, give me your phone. I'm going to delete Twitter. I'm going to delete Facebook. I'm, I'm 
doing this for your own good. Shh, shh, calm down. Calm down. Don't start singing that fuck you song to me. I don't want to hear that shit. Just give me your phone. I'm doing this for your own good. Instead, he gets... He doesn't have anybody to stop him. And he says... the. If someone is passed out, they're not even with you consciously. So, with implies consent. So, what you're saying is that if my daughter or my wife or my anybody or anybody in the world gets roofied, uh, gets... uh, overly intoxicated uh basically if they get drugged the date rape drug or anything like that that causes them to so you're saying that the little girl in steubensville ohio they got videotaped you're saying the young lady who uh got videotaped um a few weeks back uh at a party being raped you're saying that because they weren't conscious, that shit didn't count. That it didn't happen, nigga. Are you? Are you really making the rules of rape? Did that just happen? Did he really try and write the guidebook of rape? He said, oh, when someone breaks into a home, there's broken glass. Where's your pros- Where's your plausible proof anyone was raped? Nigga, fuck you. Because there's no proof? I'm guessing you mean no tearing, no nothing like that. Well, thank God you got a little dick. But fuck you. That is the worst statement. How do you... How do you turn around and tell somebody that? How do you type that out with a clear mind and a clear heart? That... How do you compare the absence of proof? How do you even imply the absence of proof how do you place that upon rape how do you victim shame somebody that bad that you're just like you know what if the vagina didn't rip then you must have quit how do you do that how do you get that in your mind that that's the right step to take what How do you go from this to that? How do you, I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm, I know, I know I'm stumbling because I'm kind of, I'm kind of shocked. Not just kind of, I'm fucking I know 
people who have said that who have who have been attacked. I know women who have been assaulted. I know women who have been degraded and demeaned, and I know men who have been through some stuff. And you know what? I know some who nobody ever believed. I know some who actually got to the point where they were beaten down enough where they started to believe it was their own fault because of what they wore, because of what they said, because of what they drank, because of how they walked in the club, because they didn't acknowledge him when he said, hey, my, you look good today, because they didn't say no the right way. Or they didn't say it loudly enough. I know women who were just turned away, shunned by their own friends, by sororities, by fraternities, by schools. I know women who were just begging for the opportunity to be heard and were shouted down from the rooftops by people who straight up fucking lied on them. I know women who were called hoes, whores, sluts. Oh, she wanted it. Guys were high-fiving. once run a train on somebody for those y'all who don't know what a train is it's not a choo-choo a train is where one girl a train is where one girl one woman one whatever one woman girl has sex with a multitude of people at one time and I was invited to do this when I was 19 and um, they were like yeah she's hot She's ready. She wants it. She wants to take all this on. Yeah, her boyfriend set it up so then the homies could hit. I just couldn't. First of all, I can never see a situation where a young girl can make that sort of conscious decision on their own. Unless they're like, I mean, actresses are actresses. They're getting paid to do that sort of work. A young person, and again, I was 19. They were like 19, 20. They aren't in their right mind. I would never, ever, ever ask somebody or or, or expect somebody to make a clear decision when they are surrounded by a bunch of people, a bunch of dudes who are all expecting something. And for you as her boyfriend to set her up in that situation, you're an asshole too. 
I walked out. I walked away. I didn't look back. And I felt bad because I didn't do anything more. I didn't feel bad then, to be completely honest. I felt indifferent. Like, I was just like, I didn't want to be involved in it. All right, homie, I'll see you later. But now, looking back, I let her down. I let that young lady down. But in CeeLo's eyes, you know, um, what happened to her? She, it wasn't forced upon her. It wasn't rape. It wasn't nothing. It was, if, if she didn't consent, nothing happened. You can't prove nothing. CeeLo said in another tweet, So if I tried but did not succeed, but the person said I did, then what really happened? If you tried but didn't succeed, but they say you did, then what really happened? The answer is probably what she said happened. Most likely. I found often that the people who usually have to mount a defense after the fact are the ones who were guilty. find that all the time and it just it 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 irritates me it disgusts me it disgusts me people who have been really raped remember being raped that's what CeeLo said What kind of arrogance do you have to have in order to bestow your beliefs upon assault? Assault. Upon the rest of the public and not expect nothing to fall out on you. What kind of arrogance do you have to possess to think that you could just walk into social media and say these things. Let me read them again to you with no breaks in between. If someone is passed out, they're not even with you consciously. So with implies consent. When someone breaks in a home, there is broken glass. Where is your plausible proof anyone was raped? Don't be dismissive now. Engage me for the truth. You can't just say regardless in a court of law. And so if I tried but did not succeed, but the person said I did, then what really happened? You arrogant. You self-absorbed. You evil. Usually I try and say, well, maybe they just weren't thinking about it. You know, they made a mistake. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. 
This was his victory speech. This was his, I got out of court with only three years of probation and community service. Let me go out there and say something. thousand in back child support for him being raped because he didn't report it. State law in Arizona says that a child younger than 15 can't consent with the adult under any circumstances. But people are or the courts are stating that he has to pay back or pay the back child support and medical bills going back to the child's birth and they seize money from his bank account and are now garnishing his wages I don't understand how this is uh, acceptable to anybody and again, it might be a common sense sort of thing, but I don't understand how the courts, you know, can't just look in and say, you know what, that's not the best decision that we've ever made. We're going to turn around and overturn it. No harm, no foul. You know, just go from there. I don't understand how that doesn't happen. Like... 
as the court, are you obligated to stand by your word? Like, can't you go back later on and say, we made a mistake and this is what we should actually be doing? things really just they don't irritate me so much they sad me these questions that will probably never get answered and meanwhile the victims keep on rising the number of victims keep on rising and the number of people who care keep on
sarà la Eleni, sarà la Celia, sarà la Munia, sarà la
This is Paul Andre Joseph, and you're listening to the Single Simulcast. Enjoy this shit.
single simulcast Rashani Fat Man episode 155 uh, Stitcher Spotify sorry uh, Stitcher Podomatic iTunes singlesimulcast.com check me out on Twitter uh, Twitter name is Rashani R-A-S-H-A-N-I-I uh, 916-572-9016 uh, single simulcast at gmail.com couple episodes back i really don't know uh, how many episodes to be specific i just know it was a while back um i did a show uh regarding minimum wage uh to be more specific i did a show regarding um people who work at uh minimum wage locations but want to get a raise because they feel like they're not being paid what they're worth and to make a really long 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 story short I came to the decision that they were getting paid what they felt they were worth because if they felt like they were worth more than that they wouldn't be working at that job and I, I meant it then I went on other shows and I defended it. I meant it then. I mean it now. Um, I feel like I might have, uh, I might be one of the only people who have these sort of leanings who are doing, who's doing podcasting. And that's fine. Uh, Not everybody is going to share my opinion. But my opinion stands that if you enter into a place of employment at such a place like McDonald's or uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken or Popeyes or um, the Dollar Tree maybe you go into these places and they tell you what the rate is of their um, of your service they tell you how much your time is worth to them and at that point in time you can either choose to keep that job or say no thank you and move on to another job whichever one you choose to do you are an adult it is completely up to you Now, my feelings in that situation were that um, raising the minimum wage up to $15, which is what they were and still are pushing for, was um, detrimental to the growth of youth because if they step into a job such as that where they are um, doing minimum wage labor and getting paid $15 an hour for it, then they're not going to want to do anything better. They're not going to strive to move forward because that's actually a good paying job. You see, where I'm at, my first job paid $2.39 an hour. Um, And I'm not old. I'm not anything like that. I was a server. So, you know, I work for tips. Um... And some days I would come home with $40. Some days I would come home with $100. Some days I would come home with like 15 or 16 But the baseline wage was $2 and some odd cent. And um, I was, again, I was 18, 19. You know, I was actually doing that while I was going to school, which was a horrible idea. Horrible. If you go to school, go to school. You um, 
if you have to get a job to support yourself, I respect that. But don't make it something where you're spending more of your time working than you are actually going to school. And I made that mistake of uh, working at an Applebee's, so I had to uh, close up and all that kind of stuff. I actually did the interview and everything and um, got out of work at like routinely at like 11 o'clock at night putting me in no position to go back to my dorm room and study you know so that wasn't the best idea but um yeah the next job that I got after I got out of college was I worked at another restaurant uh, I worked at Red Lobster and I got paid about roughly about the same amount of money I was working the lunch shift there so I still wasn't getting much money and looking for another job, worked at Taco Bell, hated that, hated the fuck out of that, um, spilled hot grease on my new kicks, wanted to beat everybody up, um, didn't get paid much, um, and just despised it. Got paid like six, seven dollars an hour, maybe, maybe, and despised every moment of it. Hated my managers, hated the coworkers, hated everything about that job tried to hide out in the back so nobody could see me. I thought it was beneath me. And that's what I want my kids to think, is that working in a fast food place, not just my kids, I want kids to think that working in fast food is beneath them. Somebody told, well, didn't tell me, but in a Facebook post that I ran across where I left a comment, they said that some people want to be fry cooks. And um, I'm going to actually say dude's name because I got a lot of respect for him. We've done shows together, and he's a really nice guy. His name is John. He does a show called The Peniman Doctrine. He said that some people want to be fry cooks. And I... I will lightly... I will politely disagree uh, with that statement. That's the best way I can put it. Um, the only people I know who want to be, uh, fry cooks are people who have no other skills, don't plan on building any other skills, don't want to do anything else with their life. They just want to eat fries on a discount, I guess. So they walked into that job. Knowing that it paid minimum wage, they accepted the job. Knowing it paid minimum wage, they started the job, they went to the job, they lived the job, they learned the job, knowing it was minimum wage. And then at some point, they decided that that was beneath them. And I understand the um, statement that people are saying that you can't feed your family on a minimum wage job. I wholeheartedly agree. And since you can't either get a second job, go back to school, or get a new job. But don't expect me to stand by and support you getting $15 an hour when I didn't have a job that actually paid $15 an hour until I started working for the state. Seriously. I worked at... Um, at a call center and made $9 an hour. I worked for Kirby Vacuums 
And I don't even think I got a paycheck at that place because, again, um, I was in there vacuuming a girl's room and her uh, baby daddy came into the house and was like, who's this nigga in here vacuuming the room? And she was like, that's nobody. And he was like, nobody looks like that in here vacuuming the room. And she was like, well, if you're more of a man, I wouldn't have to have somebody else in here vacuuming the room. And I was like, nah, dog, I just work for Kirby. And he was like, you stay the fuck out of it. And then she was like, you weren't supposed to be out today anyway. You're supposed to be getting out next week. And um, he was like, I'm going to go pop the trunk. And if you heard the last episode, you know what happened next, which is I left the entire Kirby vacuum cleaner in her uh, domicile and ran the fuck out the door and told Kirby that I quit. So I didn't get paid there. Um, after working there, I worked at the another call center where I got fired for tell, for offering a girl some gum because I said Doritos make your breast stink. And then I worked at another call center. Um, which was HealthNet, which was good. It was a good job, but it didn't pay. Um, none of them. No, I take that back. One of them, Smud paid. Smud paid like $18 an hour out the gate. And I was happy with that. And then I lost that job, and I was just heartbroken. I lost that during training. They said they had too many people. Heartbroken. Um... And then got the job with the state. But when I worked with AT&T even, they paid eleven fifty-seven an hour, maybe. And that's a real job. And I realized that flipping burgers is, to some folks, a real job. But it's, it's really not. It's really not. Be insulted all you want, but let's be completely honest. If you get to the point where you're a manager at McDonald's, you've been there too long. I've seen 19-year-old managers at McDonald's. If you're 49 years old and you're a manager at McDonald's, something has gone drastically incorrect in your life and you need to step back and take a look at it and figure out what steps to take to get back on the right track. I would suggest school and um, counseling. But I'm not going to up your pay. You're not worth it. Not at that job. If you want a job that pays even $10 an hour for flipping burgers, then go try to get to In-N-Out Burger. They're an anomaly. They pay like $12 an hour. But you're not going to get that at McDonald's. And people are talking about the price of the Big Mac is going to go up and all that. I don't give a fuck. I don't eat there. I just don't think people should get paid $15 an hour minimum wage. You know what I do believe, though? What I do think should happen in their lives, if you work at a place that you get minimum wage, it's not so much minimum wage being issued. It's more the at-will hours. That's the issue to me. And that's what I think needs to be worked on. The fact that you can go into a, 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 a restaurant or a fast food place or Target or Walmart or whatever, and 
they say, we don't have any hours for you today. Go home. And so you end up working like 10 hours a week. You took the job expecting a full-time job, but at the bottom in fine print, it says hours may vary according to need. You didn't see that part. And so now you have a family and you have a, 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 a rent or a car payment or whatever, and you're working 10 hours a week. That's not right. That's not fair. That's what they need to work on is getting people full schedules. 35 to 40 hours a week, minimum, mandatory. Now, some folks might say that the problem with that is you can't, with the number of people that McDonald's staffs, with the number of people Walmart staffs, with the number of people Target staffs, you can't keep everybody there working when you're doing 35, 40 hour weeks for everybody. Fine, fire your Fire your lowest ranked people, not lowest ranked, but the people who are the worst in your area. Fire them. Take the best and start them on full schedules. That should solve the problem. If they budget their money correctly. But even then... I'm not going to say you should get $15. I would never, ever, ever say you should get $15 for a job like that. You can disagree with me. That's fine. But I've worked those jobs. If you could tell, if you told me that I was worth $15 because I could wrap a burger up in paper really nice. I look at you like you were nuts. So with my kids. So should you. Fat man, play some music. This is single simulcast. This is John. And this is Molly. And we're from the Pennyman Doctrine Podcast. Real shit with real people. And you are now listening to the single simulcast. Enjoy. It was love at sight. I know from the way she looked at me. Her eyes said it all. Love
This is so good. When I'm at work hustling to make another dollar, I'm tuning into one of the best podcasts on the Chitlin circuit, the single simulcast, of course, with your host, Rashani. If you've got three hours to kill on a Tuesday, why not listen to the latest in news, sports, and hip-hop culture? It's ratchet-tested and black woman approved.
I'm Kijan. I'm Kenny. I'm Devin. And this is Single Summer Pass. Hey, don't hesitate. 
baby, no, don't hesitate. I said, I, I said, don't make me wait. This is single simulcast. Don't know about now, did you say? This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. Now, one part of me is saying McDonald's and other. Um, Fast food industries, I guess, are paying way less than minimum wage. Well, actually, no, they're not. They're paying minimum wage. But I guess minimum wage with minimum wage prices um, isn't enough to live on by far. And has people on general assistance. And so last Tuesday, uh, the union from my job went across the street to the local McDonald's and uh, picketed for an increase in wages for McDonald's employees. So then they're able to live. Now, I guess McDonald's also has... A uh, policy where they don't give you money. They don't give you a check. They give you a debit card. And to use the debit card costs money. To check your account balance costs money. To call customer service costs money. The third transaction after the first two transactions, which each cost money, the third transaction costs money. So, everything is pretty much fucking you in the ass. And people are saying that, you know, I can't live off McDonald's money. I can't live off Taco Bell money. I can't live off Dunkin' Donuts money. And you know what? I personally agree wholeheartedly. Because I couldn't live off McDonald's money. Or Burger King money. Or Taco Bell money. Or even In-N-Out Burger money. But you know what? Those jobs weren't made for adults. They weren't. And I know that in this economy, there's people who are struggling to find any job they can. But once you find that job, you start looking for another job. There's people who have been working at McDonald's for like 15 years, dog. 15 fucking years. I worked at Taco Bell for like a month and I was like, fuck everything, I'm out. I worked at the server for another three years. At the server, I made $2 plus whatever tips they were willing to give me and that was not the business either. So I got out. When I realized they're not paying me what I'm worth, I'm going to get out. And I know you're sitting there wondering, Rashani, why are you going in on people who can't defend themselves? But fuck it. If you got self-pride and self-preservation, you don't want to work at McDonald's. When I was a kid, people didn't want to work at McDonald's. 
Teenagers didn't want to work at McDonald's. Everybody's aspirations were bigger than that. And this ain't on that. Nobody says they're going to be a crack addict when they grow up. Shit. Nigga, grow up. You're 48 working McDonald's, dude. You're the front counter person looking hella disgusted because they're paying you $8 an hour. They're paying you what you're worth. They're paying what you think you're worth. Get off government assistance. Get a real job or get a second job. Because as far as I remember, McDonald's ain't giving everybody the best hours anyway. Do something. Stop sitting back and wondering, when's the world going to change for me? When are they going to... They want to lift the wages at McDonald's up to like fucking $14, $15 an hour. Nigga, is you goofy? You know what's going to happen if you lift the wages of McDonald's up to like $15 an hour? My teenage daughter's going to get paid $15 an hour on her first job and she's never going to want to leave. That's one of the things about McDonald's prices. It makes you want to leave, my nigga. Nobody wants to stay at McDonald's. Nobody. I knew this guy at one of my old jobs. Same job. I've been working for the state for like six, seven years now. You know, same job, just a different branch. This dude in this different branch had been working at this same office for like 34 years. Since it opened, he was like the historian. And he worked the lowest wage paying job available in the office. People would come and ask him where stuff was because he knew without even looking. Like this was a cavern of like thousands upon thousands of files. And this dude could tell you without hesitation which row of file was on and which column and all of that stuff. He was like a database it was disgusting and one day I asked him I was like old dude old dude dude you're like 59 60 61 years old dude why are you still working at this rate you could be a manager shit by the time I've worked at a place for nine years I would hope that I've gotten at least two promotions Otherwise, what am I doing there? I start getting antsy. You know, after like a few years, it's like I gotta do something. You, I gotta go. I gotta keep moving up. He said, "I work at this job because my wife has a better paying job than me, and she takes care of me." I met people who worked for the state when I first started working for a place that wasn't uh, a fast food joint or. A restaurant. When I started working for the state, it was seasonal, working with the franchise tax board, and I was a key data operator. And while I was a key data operator, I met people who were also key data operators. And while I'm sitting there thinking of ways to be made permanent as a key data fucking operator, which only made like twelve fifty an hour, it wasn't big money. While I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to get made permanent so I can start making like $17, $18, $19 an hour, there's people right behind me who are thinking of ways to get fired and what they're going to do with their time once the seasonal rotation runs out and they're back at home playing fucking World of Warcraft. These people are like 42, 43 years old. 
talking about what they were going to do. Oh, yeah, I'm going to sit back and just live off my unemployment for like the next six months. And then I'm going to play World of Warcraft because I got one person in this burning crusade who's doing blah, blah, blah. And you fat bastard. You lazy piece of shit. I guess it's my family. I guess it's a me thing. But I've always been like, I can't live without work. Maybe that's why I'm doing this and I'm coaching and I'm doing Sunday school and I'm working. I got to be doing something at all times. I can sleep when I'm dead, nigga. Even when I worked at the fucking place that I work at now, I still got a second job. On top of all of this. And you're staying at McDonald's because why? And you want me to feel sorry for you because what? Fuck you. Give me my double cheeseburgers. Put some mac sauce on that bitch. And I wish you would say something so I can get you fired. Because obviously you don't want to be nothing. I don't want to hear nothing about, oh man, it's hard out there right now. Nigga, I found a job. And working where I work, I welcome people into my job every single day who just started. New employees, fresh off the street. So you can't tell me that you can't at least look for something better. I feel no sympathy. None. And when my son becomes your manager during his 17th birthday, when he's working to get a car before he leaves for college, I'm going to come in there and I'm going to tell my son to make you work harder. How's that? No sympathy. None. And if you're looking for a job and you can't find a job, holla at me. But if you're just happy where you're at and you're looking for somebody to give you something that's never been done before. You're working at McDonald's, which has always been low paying jobs. And all of a sudden now that you're there, it's unacceptable. That's like me walking into somebody else's house saying, you know what? I know you've lived here for years, but fucker, I'm a paint. I'm changing up everything. No real reason why, just because I can. So please, single simulcast at gmail.com, send me the hate mail. Send me the emails. Send me whatever. No sympathy. Maybe I should have some, but I... I've worked at those places and all they were were stepping stones for other jobs. It was a job that you got while you were looking for a job. I used to work for a temp agency where you would get up in the morning at 3 o'clock to get there at 5 a.m., my nigga, and you would stand outside till they opened and you would stand there hoping that they sent you on an assignment. I was literally a daily laborer. I worked in the lumber yard, tore my shoulders up, got splinters every day, made about $40 a day. Maybe. Maybe. Went next door from the place where I got picked up from, cashed my check, 
bought myself a carnita burrito because they didn't cash checks. You had to buy something. Took the rest of the money home, fed my daughter, fed her mom, and plotted on ways to live a better life. I'm not saying I'm the American dream. I'm not saying I'm nothing. I'm just saying the difference between me and you is I wasn't going to be satisfied with doing that. I wasn't going to go in there and say, you know what, daily laborer people, I just don't understand why you're only paying me $6.25. I know that's the legal federal wage, but still, hook a nigga up. You make do with what you got and you improve your situation. So don't talk to me, man. There's so many kids out there who are sitting there like, I can't find work. I don't even want to work. And McDonald's is the place where they get their work ethic at. It's the jump off point for teenagers. And you're sitting there 57 years old eating cold french fries on your break. Punk motherfucker. Get a real job. Rapping doesn't pay the rent. Unless, of course, you're one of my homies. Shots out to Hennessy and Ransom and Charlie Muscle and all y'all niggas. Drez from the Black Sheep. All y'all. It's going to pay off eventually. I ain't even got shit else to say. Man, give me some music. Single Simulcast, episode 123. I'm Rashani. That's Batman Wild. We out. Remember, if you work at McDonald's and you see me coming, you better go on break. Peace.